1: it's texas football today a show that's back online literally they tried to (laughs) silence us but we will not be silenced ethernet cord my name is correct i love i love the concept of a large conspiracy to keep this show off the internet (laughs)
0: yeah forget everything else that's happening in the world tfts going down it's not even (laughs)
1: censorship it's just quality control control. we can't have this (laughs) my name is greg tepper i'm the managing editor of dave campbell's texas football magazine texasfootball.com a corresponding website thank you for spending part of your day with us whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com facebook youtube or twitch you're listening to us in the podcast which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hey Shley. You oh, thought I, I forgot? You forgot. You thought that. I forgot <laughs> Darn
0: it. No. Darn it. What's up, Shlee Um, I got to listen to the poop song while we were rolling the intro. And it slaps A little bit of a little bit of a bop. It's a bop. It's a bop. 10 out of 10 today not only do we recommend the book we recommend the actual song itself
1: today is tuesday august 10th 2021 107 days till thanksgiving happy birthday to uh oh happy birthday to gus johnson yeah gus johnson turns 54 today happy birthday to Gus gus johnson augustus cornelius johnson jr you
0: that's rough glad he goes by gus yeah uh (laughs) he made the right choice episode 1218
1: on today's show guys back half of the show i want to tease the back half of the show because we got a big time guest Mm -hmm. uh we will hear from the head coach of those utep miners. Coach Dana Dimmel stopped by the Dave Campbell's Texas football booth, slummed it with us.
0: Yeah. Hanging
1: out with us losers. He was
0: going to help the poor. Us
1: ding-dongs. Uh, but no, uh, always love seeing Coach Dimmel. Shahan Jayaraj had a great conversation with Coach Dimmel uh, about his hopes for the for the minors this year. We are, of course, quite fond of our friends there at UTEP. Uh, Want to see what they can do this year. So we'll hear from UTEP Coach Dana Dimmel coming up here, the back half of the show. But we'll start it all off with the headlines from across the state. But first... Do we have first four through the door?
0: Good on you for remembering. Um, Aaron Flynn, Hector Rios, Rob Hadaway, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in, fellas. Howdy, howdy,
1: howdy. Okay. I normally do the sponsor read in the middle of the segments, but I'm going to do it at the top, and here's why. Please become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at texasfootball.com. If you get that, you get the 2021 Summer Edition mailed to you. You also get the 2021 Recruiting Edition, which is coming out around, uh, around Thanksgiving. The reason I'm saying it off the top is... Um, we did something irresponsible yesterday. Uh, something that honestly should not be forgiven. And I want you guys to know about it. If you're a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, you can now listen to the small school preview of Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast. It's for subscribers only. Uh, so become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we previewed 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A. Step, Matt, Step and I did.
0: Mm-hmm. Before you say it, it's no one... Literally no one. Tepper and step. how long was it?
1: We may have clocked in at two hours and 11 minutes.
0: <laughs> Psychopaths! <laughs> Um, you are psychopaths.
1: <laughs> it, uh, you know, it kind of got away from us. Lord. Uh, so we. So if you want a deep dive,
0: like somebody, a, literally, like as deep as you can go. <laughs>
1: somebody was tweeting us last night that I think they work nights, and and they were saying this is going to get me through like most of my oh, shift. <laughs> it's like, all right, great, man. We're serving.
0: Happy we're, uh, to serve the people. <laughs> uh, it is
1: part one of our two part series. Uh, <laughs> that's previewing. The,
0: that's the other thing. Two hours and eleven minutes.
1: Now, Only okay. part one. But the other, the next one is it's just going to be six out of five. Be so it'll be shorter so it'll only be like an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah only <laughs> yeah we got done with like three a d2 and i go oh no it's like we're an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes in. i was like oh no this is bad Amazing. anyway slash subscribe to get access to the 2021 small school preview edition of Teppin and step our premium high school football podcast slash subscribe <clears throat> Okay, pickle. Let's get to some headlines. There's a few. Uh, this is going to be a lot of college. The, the The big high school headline, I would say, is that um, practices started. Everyone's able to practice right now because we are a little more than two weeks away from kickoff of the 2021 Texas High School Ball season. Yeet. So practices are happening. The uh, week uh, last week, you got to have the small schools, the big schools joined along. Uh, this Monday, you had a lot of schools doing the Midnight Madness thing. Did they do Midnight Madness, Atlanta? Do what? Uh, n- no. Mm, are you no. familiar with Midnight Madness? I, I am yeah. very
0: familiar. I don't think they ever did okay. that here.
1: Midnight Madness, of course, is when like because you're allowed to practice. Um, on, like, it's a day. 12.01. Like, like, well, it's yeah. like, the, it's so the UIL says you can start practicing on, I guess it was August 9th, right? Yeah. Uh, but they don't say, like, you can't start practicing the moment it's August it's yeah. August 9th. And so that's what a lot of teams do is they do Midnight Madness. Mm-hmm. They have like big crowds come out and, and watch practice and stuff. Yeah, it's one of the schools football. out
0: there, the whole student section was full. And yeah. I'm like, how cool is
1: that? It's awesome. It's awesome. So we had some Midnight Madness going on. Texas High School football practices are going on right now across the state of Texas. That's kind of the big headline there. Uh, on the college front, we've got a few other things. One, we got to start with some, some bad news that broke late last week. Mm-hmm. And that is that... Um, McKinley Jackson, the Texas A&M defensive tackle, uh, was arrested and charged with two drug offenses on Thursday, according to Brazos County, uh, jail records. We got a story up on texasfootball.com from our own Shahan J. Raja. He was charged with possession of a controlled substance, a second degree felony that carries a $20,000 bail. He was also charged with possession of less than two ounces of marijuana, which is a misdemeanor. Uh, the two ounces of marijuana are, um, not good i don't want to sit here and condone it Mm -hmm. uh but they're not honestly that big of a deal as far as the jurisprudence is concerned Mm -hmm. uh the controlled substance is a problem yes Uh, a big one because that is a secondary felony and you're talking, that could have up between 2 and 20 years in prison. I think so. That's not even, um, yeah, that's so not a misdemeanor. So, <laughs> apparently the incident took place, this is based on Shahan J. Rogers' uh, reporting, uh, the incident reportedly took place April 7th, but Jackson wasn't arrested until Thursday. Uh, he posted bond and was released. Uh, he is uh, he has been suspended indefinitely. Uh, he was a he was going to be, played in all 10 games last year as a true freshman. Uh, he's a Mississippi guy. He was supposed to be a big part of this defensive line. Um... He he was supposed to really step up and fill the the, uh, the role of Bobby Brown the third. Yeah. Um, I will just say there's two things. One, I have a hard time believing he's going to be back on, on unless this is the, like a huge misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. If you're catching a felony rap, that doesn't feel. And like that's not a process that
0: moves that. quickly. No. As of the matter that it's I would, August 10th now. I would not you know?
1: anticipate seeing McKinley Jackson in an Aggie uniform. At least for this year, um, if not longer. But I will say this: if A and M could sustain, uh, this is this is okay. That is obviously extremely serious. We, it should be treated very seriously uh, and let the let the law play itself out. Okay, there's that hard divider. Let's assume McKinley Jackson is unavailable for Texas A and M. Let's talk from a football perspective. Yes. If there was a place that I think that they could sustain a couple, like a loss like this and not having one of their key players. It's probably on the defensive line. Mm -hmm. They're pretty deep there. Isaiah Rakes is probably the next guy up there uh, at the defensive tackle spot. Uh, So we'll see. Obviously, you don't want to lose what would projected to be your starting defensive tackle, especially, you know, less than a month uh, out from the start of kickoff season. But that's the news out of College Station uh, there. Um, A couple of of notes in the transfer portal, uh, or a few different transfer things and, and, and notes here on the college side. Uh, Texas Tech tight end, John Holcomb, uh, who was a Wellington product, caught six passes as a true freshman. He's a member of the class of 2020. Uh, he is retiring. He's retiring due to football injuries. Certainly we wish John Holcomb the best. Mm-hmm. Um, defensive lineman, Gilbert Ebeney, uh, Taurus triceps there at Texas Tech. Um, can you
0: imagine how will,
1: painful that is? He <laughs> will miss the entire 2021 season. This is his third major injury in three seasons at Tech. And, what is
0: going on in the water over and there,
1: man? I this is they're not saying he's retiring three major injuries in 3 years is tough and and so Gilbert and that's not something that is out
0: repairs country itself country. Uh, super quickly there.
1: Texas State has added another defensive transfer uh from the Power 5 uh, Illinois defensive in Anthony Shipton has transferred in. Uh, he played 2 years at uh at Cerritos Junior College before playing for the Illini last year. Uh 64270 should step in and and play a role there. Um elsewhere um, Houston uh, running back Terrell Brown has tra- entered the transfer portal. Um, he was unlikely to see uh, playing time. Mm-hmm. Houston's pretty deep at the running back spot with Mobile Car and Taysom Henry. I. Do not anticipate that he. I, it didn't sound like he was going to get a lot of uh, get a lot of touches, and so he's. It looks like he's going to transfer. He he did have other Power Five offers coming out of uh, Harvey, Louisiana, and so uh, Arkansas and Florida among them. Uh, but uh, but UTSA is um, or UTSA Texas State were two of the teams that he had in state offers from. So we'll see where Terrell Brown lands. The it is watch party or I'm sorry watch list season. It's also watch party season. We got plans for that. Dun, dun. Um, <laughs> oh, it's watch list season the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award has named 53 Texas high school and college players to its list uh, you can find that at TexasFootball.com um, so you can find out who is on the, the watch list for the Earl Campbell Award, uh, which uh, is a, uh, it, uh the Earl Campbell Award honors the best offensive player in FBS football with Texas ties. That also lives to the values of Earl Campbell, mm-hmm. integrity, performance, teamwork, sportsmanship, drive, community and tenacity to persist and determination to overcome adversity and injury in pursuit of reaching goals. So uh, to be eligible for the award, you either have to be born in Texas, graduate from Texas high school or play at a Texas college last year kyle trask won it mm-hmm. from florida elsewhere across there uh, i want to direct you to texasfootball.com uh shahan J. i just got a piece up talking about the mighty mean green of north texas Caw! uh asking the headline why north texas is primed for a defensive rebound um phil bennett <clears throat> i'll say this they probably better be uh <laughs> they were
0: because if it gets any worse you're in you they were v
1: bad last year V-Bad. Oh, yeah. Um, V-V-Bad. Uh... Now, they've got some playmakers that I really like. I've mm-hmm. always been a big fan of Deion Noble. Yep. They're a big defensive tackle. Uh, they've got another big-time playmakers. And Phil Bennett, of course, their new defensive coordinator, uh, should be a bit of a boost for them. Uh, but you can read uh, Sean J. Rogers. I'm keep knocking this over. Sean J. Rogers' piece, why the North Texas defense is – or why North Texas is primed for a defensive rebound.
0: Go get some mean green in your life. And Everyone one more mean
1: green note. Oh, call. Mean Mean green note. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pickle, what are you doing um, in 2026?
0: You busy? Um, I plan on having some sort of yelling match with Ishmael Johnson.
1: Okay. Because 2026, mm-hmm. North Texas at Texas State. They, they have, and then in 2030, they'll return the favor. It's a two-year deal they have scheduled. It's actually going to be the first time uh, since they were playing in 1AA mm-hmm. in 1994. They've played 39 times altogether, with the vast majority happening before 1950. North Texas does hold a 97 or 29-7-3 to 7 to 3 advantage over the Bobcats. What up, Ish? They won the last time in, uh, in 1994, when both programs were 1AA. What well, was called 1AA at the time, FCS now. Um, so... There you go, North Texas, Texas State. Mark your calendars for 2026, North (laughs) Texas at Texas State. Are you going to go down there?
0: Oh, it'll be in my goal, too, yeah. yeah. Ish. I text Ish the moment I saw it come out. I, mm-hmm. I sent him the link, and he said, first one's in San Marcos, time to party. So if, I'll be darned if Ish and I don't meet up back down in San Marcos, regardless of where we're at at that time. So there you go.
1: <laughs> North Texas and Texas State have scheduled a home and home series. Those are the headlines from across the state. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com, follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com, and of course, at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. Texasfootball.com slash subscribe makes a great gift for back to school. Sure does. Get the
0: people pumped for some high school football. We're my, right around the
1: corner. My, my wife gave Hank's my wife. teachers, like, candles. Was like, I was thinking, like, why don't you just give them a subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football? Get your teacher. If you this want to be a teacher's pet. This might be the only
0: time pet, I've ever agreed with you and not your wife.
1: Be a teacher's pet. Don't give them the apple. Mm-mm. TexasFootball.com. That's subscribe. what they really want. Pickle, this is going to be a brief show, by the way. I should mention this is probably a little bit shorter than normal because we do have to get on the road. we got a meeting tonight in uh, the H-Town, but we have a special guest for you because uh, at THSCA Coaching School and Convention, it was crawling with coaches all over the place. Big-name coaches. 14,000 of them. Including head coach of those UTEP minors, Coach Dana Demmel, uh, Sat down with our own Shah- Shahan J. Roger. Rather. Here is Shahan's conversation with UTEP head coach Dana Demmel here on Texas Football Today.
2: We are joined now by UTEP head coach, Dana Dimmel. Coach, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Always good to spend time with you, that's definitely, for
2: sure. Definitely, definitely. Well, it's been two years since we've seen you at one of these events. What's it yeah. like to be back at uh, coaching school?
3: Uh, it's de- definitely a nice thing to see all your old acquaintances. It's sensory overload, though. You know, I'm not used to it. I've been out of it for a while. Uh, you know this type of setting but it just comes back to you really quick
2: no question no yeah. question well heading into your fourth year now uh, from year one to year four I mean where do you feel like you guys have grown the most
3: you know I feel like um, we've really increased our talent level which is obviously the most important thing to do is bring in better football players but I also like the way our players handle themselves so I love the way they work I love the way they handle themselves in the classroom my academic issues have become minimized and so all those things kind of feed off of academics I feel like if you' are disciplined enough to care about themselves and care about their schoolwork the rest of it kind of falls into place so I'm hoping to see that with a a even more disciplined football team this year well
2: where do you feel like uh, where do you feel like you guys have grown the most and and on top of that um, where do you think that you've kind of improved your talent the most
3: yeah you know uh, uh, again I think We've improved our depth, and that's what coaches are always looking to do. You know, it's funny, I spend just as much time thinking about my twos and threes, uh, our twos and threes, than I do our ones. And so I think we've built our depth. I think it, uh, you know, positionally, we've built some really good depth at some of the key spots that we need to have depth. I feel like our offensive lines got to the point now where we have an incredible amount of depth, which is really nice to have. And I feel like our secondary, we've really finally got our secondary going into this season with the kind of depth that we want to have in the secondary. Because, you know, everybody struggles to get guys up front. And that's always been the quest, and it's always hard. And I think we've got to a stage where we have a good front seven. But I, but I really feel good about our back end because even if you're good up front, people can throw the ball on the top of you because you can't have any weaknesses. Mm. And so I feel like we've we've strengthened that the depth in our secondary as well.
2: Well, you brought on two new coordinators. Let's start on offense. Offensive coordinator Dave Warner has a background at Michigan State. You obviously worked with him at Houston as well. Right. Uh, What kind of made you identify him as the guy to kind of help take the offense? Yeah, you know, Dave and
3: I have been, uh, you know, always stayed in close touch. And, you know, even at my times at Kansas State, You know, I always kept in mind, hey, you know, if I get a head coaching job or if I take another offensive coordinator job, you know, who would I want to have with me? And Dave's been a guy that if any of those things ever happened, he would have been top of my list as somebody I would love to have with me. Obviously, he has been at a fantastic place and was no position to leave. But as we know, our position, you know, can be very dynamic. Our, our, Our profession can be very dynamic. And so... Um, Dave uh, is a guy that just very you know much someone that I trust, I believe in. I know he's done it at the highest highest levels. You know he's taken Michigan State to playoff uh, to a playoff football team and, and had great success there. And I think that's important too. I wanted to hire coaches that had been around success because success can be contagious, and I wanted our guys to get a feel for guys that had that type of demeanor too. On the defensive
2: side of the ball, bringing in Bradley Dale Pavito, what kind of made you identify him?
3: Again, Bradley and I were together at the same time Dave and I were together at U of H. Bradley's a tremendous, tremendous, upbeat, motivational person. And I feel like our talent level has gotten so much better. And I feel like Bradley being able to motivate the guys is a, is a really positive thing. Like you and I have talked about, I was very happy with where our defense was. You know, it wasn't that I wasn't happy where it was, but we had to find somebody to replace. Uh, our defensive coordinator Mike Cox who left and so finding Bradley Dale was just perfect because you know I think the players are gonna really love it and I think he's gonna bring a bunch of energy and not only that he's a great great recruiter you know highly recognized national recruiter. so that part of it was a caveat as well well I know the
2: topic to join right now in college football is NIL you know, I, I think that El Paso is such an interesting location for NIL. Do you kind of feel like that maybe in some ways could be an advantage for you? Guys?
3: I do. I think NIL is going to be something that uh, we're the only show in town, you know, when you hear that. But we got, you know, it's funny, you can go from one end of El Paso to the other 25, 30 miles. Julie and I were just talking about when we drove back into town the other day. We hit the east side, and we got 25 miles to get to our house on the west side. There's a lot of people there, and there's nothing else professionally besides the Chihuahuas have a great program, the Locomotives, uh, our soccer program, to really draw football-wise to our, to the, to the to our fan base. And so UTEP's the, the best recognizable uh, athletes in the, in the whole city. And so with that being said, I think our players have a great chance to really develop themselves Um, And with with more success that we have, the market's really going to open up for them. I'd be
2: remiss to ask. Obviously, last year was such a difficult year in the city of El Paso and at UTEP. How nice is it just to be able to kind of focus on football and have that be the main focus?
3: It's been really good. You know, you can't ever keep your guard down, as you and I visited about earlier. You know, I don't think we've put anything behind us. I don't feel that we're normal yet. You know, I still have my guard up because you never know. We've seen some things happen here recently uh, where I, I, I still worry about it. But it's nice. You know, what really hurt us last year is losing all of our home games. We were undefeated at home last year, 2-0, mm. and then we lose the rest of our home games. It really had dramatic impact on us, you know, going to a bowl game last year. I really felt like we were positioned to go to a bowl game last year and didn't get the opportunity because we lost all those home games. hmm
2: well, to close things out, uh, you know, heading into year four, what do you feel like you guys need to show to feel like you're on track?
3: Yeah, improvement. You know, I think we showed a lot of improvement last year, and uh, I don't think we can take anything for granted. We need to continue to show. Uh, Improvement, and I feel like we've uh, really increased our talent base uh, so much, and just increased our character of our culture. So so I really feel like we're moving, you know, in a strong direction, and uh, I'm right where I wanted to be going into year four. But now we got to get the wins on the field, because that's what it's all about: developing winning programs.
2: Thanks again to Coach UTEP, Coach uh, to UTEP Coach Dana Dimmel for the time, and good luck this
1: year. Yeah,
3: thanks. Good seeing you, like always.
0: Thanks so much for watching that video. If you,
1: Dana Dimmel. The head coach of those UTEP minors. Joining our own Shahan Raja there at the THSE Coaching School and Convention a couple weeks ago. Appreciate Coach Dimmel's time. Uh, always love... Uh, we're going to be out in El Paso. Unfortunately, they're out of town, though. They're on the road. Are they at Boise? Yes, I, I believe so. Because that would be week two three, for them. Yeah, week two for two them. Two for them. Three for Although us. Although, actually... Because they, they play the week zero game against New Mexico. Oh, they do. State, so it would
0: be week three for but them. I think... Or then, I think they, they might take have week, week one, one off. I don't know. Yeah. I don't
1: have their schedule up. Anyway, they will be out of town that week, so unfortunately, we won't get to see Coach Dimmel and company. But uh, we are excited to go out to El Paso because we love it out there, and we appreciate Coach uh, Dimmel stopping by the Dave Campbell's booth there at THSC Coaching School and Convention. Let's go over to the pickle jar talk about america's second favorite se- i don't know where this is going uh <laughs> let's go to Shle pickle for america's oh, second Jesus. favorite second um, segment final thoughts no i, I was Just gonna give me s- off give off screen
0: going your head. Uh, i was gonna say uh jacob john made a good point that with y'all's two hour and 11 minute podcast it's he awful. said um that's barely even getting through austin's rush hour so see good point. I was just gonna say, if you live in the uh, a, a big city life here, <laughs> yeah. here's your gift through will, rush hour. I will
1: read. I will read a text message uh, that was sent to me in confidence that I'll read live, but I won't. I'll leave out the names. Uh, but a uh, friend of mine is a um, or friends of ours. Uh, a, the husband is a high school ball coach. He's a he's an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. And um, I got a text from his wife last night. Okay, that reads. It's that time of year again when I hear Greg's voice coming from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my buddy just listening to the tepid step, and he's like, She's like, Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's that time of year again. It's like, Yep. That's right, Tepid Step Tep season's back. Yeah, now so you know how I feel all the you can time. Become a Dave Campbell's text Football subscriber at TextFootball.com slash subscribe. We know this show is a little bit short today because we got to get on the road. So it's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to UTEP coach Dana Dimmel for being our guest. For Schley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper, I'm Vince Young. Sure. Please give me your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow, maybe with a different producer question mark Mm -hmm. on Texas Football Today.